less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cash Flow Contractor. Short with Khalil Benaliul Haj. What's up, Cash Flow Contractors? Khalil here with a short. We've got Martin out with COVID this week, so going to be recording a couple shorts and uh, posting these up for you guys. Today, I want to talk a little bit about software. Uh, I've got several questions that have come in about software since I did the last episode. You guys can check that out. We'll link to it. Uh, but it's more about building a tech stack. And we're going to walk through some questions that you've had, including what a tech stack is. So um, let's even start with that one. I've heard the term tech stack mentioned on an episode, and I think I understand what it is, but can you clarify what it is? Uh, yeah, tech stack is the concoction of softwares that you use for your business, right? It is the stack of softwares and technologies that you use to run your business efficiently, to house your systems, and to keep your team running efficiently. Um, typical tech stacks are going to have some key softwares that they then try to build around. So maybe you have a really great project management software. You're going to build around that project management software because it's the main software that you use inside your company. Um, typically, it, this can also be around maybe sales is such a big part of your business as, as a contractor, or maybe their techs out in the field are such a big part of your uh, company. You would build around a field management software for techs, or you'd build around a sales and marketing software, CRM, for uh, your business there. And then you grow for all the other functions. So whatever functions support those functions, sorry, whatever functions support the main function that you have inside your business, those are the ones that you'd look to see what can integrate with it, hopefully natively, uh, if not as a third-party integration. All right, next question. Uh, really hate using softwares and I hate the monthly fees. What softwares are absolutely essential for my business? Uh, really nothing is absolutely essential. You probably didn't start with a software. Maybe, I guess if you consider your phone a software, maybe that's essential because you've got to go call customers and schedule things and all that stuff. But as far as the software goes, nothing's absolutely essential if you're just a one-man shop. Even if you have lots of employees and you're in a paper system, you don't really need software. That's a lot to manage and it's really cumbersome and it's a lot to deal with, especially in this day and age when software is so accessible and everyone has a phone on them at all times. Uh, you can be using software to your benefit. So if you really want my opinion on what's actually absolutely essential, I've already talked about the tech stack and that one main software, right? That really helps you function for project management maybe or for field service management, um, if that's what your business is. But in my opinion, you've gotta be able to build customers, you've gotta be able to manage projects and you've gotta be able to communicate well and keep those things organized. Um, so, you know, you can use that project management software, whatever that is to you, make that one of your essentials, uh, use a billing software like QuickBooks to bill people, or if you have a different way of billing inside of another software, that's fine too. And then you want to stay organized, uh, with just your business in general. I recommend Google workspace, but Microsoft, uh, OneDrive, I believe is also a good option. And you're going to get access to a lot of things that are in the cloud not on a local file. There's really not many contractors that need to be using a local file storage. They can keep things in the cloud these days and that should be a huge benefit to them. Next question. How do I know if purchasing an expensive software is worth it? There are a lot of expensive softwares out there and 
especially inside of uh, the construction industry, prices are going up on a lot of these softwares because there's a lot of investment going into these. I feel like every other day, the, there's I'm getting an announcement from a major software company like Service Titan or Service Trade um, or Procore that they're getting acquired or they're getting a new investment from from founders or for their founders uh, from VC VC firms. It's getting expensive because they're valuable and they're proving traction with their clients, and more people are signing up, and it's it's just becoming a really good part of contracting uh, construction businesses, and so. What you're going to get with that more expensive one may not always be uh, the thing that you're looking for, right? So you may say, oh, wow, well, this chop software is a third of the price and it does everything that this one says it will do. Just like the contractors out there that you're bidding against, the guys that lowball it that are a third of the price, when they list out the same deliverables for that project that you list out, but their bid's a third of the price, you know in your mind, Okay, they're cutting corners. One, they're probably not making a profit and they have no one idea of what their financials are. Uh, two, they're not doing it nearly as good of a job. And three, they're not hitting deadlines. They're never on budget. There's always going to be some extra thing. It's the same way in software. When you pay for the more expensive one, you're going to get better support. You're going to get a better user experience, better training. The applications are going to run a lot smoother. Um, there's going to be updates frequently. It's it, they're just running a better business model usually when they're charging a little bit more expensive. Now, that's not always the case. There are plenty of cheaper softwares out there that do the job just as good, if not even better sometimes. But you just need to do the research and make sure that that's the case. Um, and really just go and look at what other people are using in the industry. And oftentimes, if the market leader is also the most expensive one, it's it's for a good reason. Okay, next question. Um I'm trying to build a full marketing framework as cheaply and efficiently as possible. Uh, want to, I want to do Google ads, marketing emails, and build a website. Those are all great th things, and really you can do it even cheaper. You don't necessarily need those things to do marketing well. But if those are the things that you want, you can probably find an in-house marketer that will do all those things for you. Um, they may be learning a little bit as they go through that stuff if you're not paying them well enough. Uh, but you can also find some agencies that do exactly those things. We do some of those things at Benali um, and would be happy to to talk with you about that. But, you know, I I, I just worry that you're saying che cheaply and efficiently as possible. Good marketing takes time. Good marketing costs, right? So if you're going to do it well, then find the right person that does it for the right price and don't expect it to be done in a week. It's going to take time. Um. Yeah, what else do we have here? Um, what do softwares actually help me with? I keep hearing you reference them. I know some of my friends have softwares, but I haven't made the hurdle to try new softwares besides the basic ones. Okay, so really the whole point of software is to streamline things for you, to streamline and make things efficient, to help with documentation, to help with systems. A lot of time, whenever you're buying a software, you're also buying a framework of how things run. It's almost like, not quite, but almost like a business in a box where here's a system for how you can do this. Now you have to do some customization, some setup, but it allows you to be a little bit more clear on what you're striving to do and how you can use that software. It allows you to train people a lot faster. It allows you to check on things and create just efficiencies across your company. 
and gives you access to data a lot of times inside your company where you can see what's working, what's not on a much more easy and scalable level. Um, yeah. These are some really great questions in general when it comes to software guys. I, I just recommend you incorporating it sooner than later. The longer you wait, the harder it is to get into software because you create habits and really software is just a tool. It's not going to solve all of your problems. It's really about your behavior and, and your habit changing to be able to use that software. And the longer you go without using it, the harder it is to adopt that software and actually use it efficiently. Uh, also, the bigger you get, the harder it is to migrate all of that stuff into a software and then also train all of your people in it. But if you're starting when you only have three salespeople, it's a lot easier to get those three on board and then get them to show an example, give them incentives for using it well. And then as the next person comes on, there's already a model for them of how to use that software and use it inside their everyday workflow. And then as you get to 25 salespeople, it's not training 25 people anymore. You train them all one by one and you only had to work on training those three. So just like we've said before, more money, more problems, the bigger you are, the bigger the problems become. Uh, so incorporate it sooner rather than later. Um, and lastly, like it is a behavior change. Behavior change inside of a company is very difficult if you're not modeling it yourself. You go and use the software yourself and show your employees, hey, this is how it should be done. I'm doing it. I can now expect you to do it. If an employee sees that you're expecting them to do something and you don't even use it yourself uh, and you're in a similar role or function that uses that software, it's really hard to get people to, uh, to adopt it and really be happy about adopting it as well. So I hope this is helpful. If you have other questions about software, please send them over. Uh, you can find any, uh, how to contact us in the show notes. And then we'd love to hear from you guys about other topics as well. So if there's another topic or any other question you have, please send them our way. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining the Cashflow Contractor. Hope that this helps you find less stress, more time, and more money. Thanks for listening to the Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.